and blast off. Meyer Monterey Martinez. Oh, you don't this? be fucking keep my man's name. No, I'm I saying <laughs> where I'm your work wife, he's your oh, husband. Oh, yes, and yes, there's yes. Obviously, some truth to people who have double M's in your life. It, are do you special. think that that's a thing? If there's they have double M's in your life, yeah. Oh, obviously, for you, not for everybody else, but oh, that for means me, something for you. For me personally, yeah. Okay. He's the type of person who grounds you. He makes fun of you. He keeps you in check, but also, you know, fills fills you with the right ingredients that you need to bake the cake. Listen, I ain't getting filled with none <laughs> of his jizz. I'm gonna be honest. I say pull out. Wait, you guys still pull out after ten years? Yeah. Oh, you're not on birth control. No, I'm, I'm not, not on birth control yeah. either. Birth control freaks me out. Me too. Yeah, because when I went on off of it, I gained so much weight and like yeah i went off it's okay if you like your body as a certain preference you're allowed to have a preference and say when i when i am bigger i am not my happiest that's okay well when you're over your doctor says your average weight is yeah and i i i went i got so much acne it was i was like i'm never on birth control when i got off of it and i remember feeling so aggravated that i was like i'm gonna itch the skin off my fucking face like it was crazy what birth control were you on Um, were you like on a ring are you on like iud just the pill pill. okay yeah what were you on I've done both. I've done the pill and I've done the ring, but I'm like the type of person, like, I don't like any external anything in my body. So it's like, I don't even like taking Advil. Like, I don't like... But but you'll take vitamin C pills? Well, I'll take healthy things that are, like, organic and, like, not synthetic. But why vitamin C? Why did you just Uh, say that? It's just a popular vitamin Uh to take. (laughs) Is this because you bought $100 worth of vitamins and vitamin C was one of them? Did you see all my vitamins up there? Yes, I did. And I was like, I went crazy. Yeah. Because if I'm getting sick, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to take shit either. But I also was like, I had a party to host. Like, I was like, oh, and did she host the party? (laughs) I'll tell you that. There was a point in the night where Nikki Bond. She broke out into splits again and uh, double splits center. Well, her center split wasn't a center split. It was more like it a child playing with blocks. No, it was a child <laughs> playing. I've never done a center split. Well, yeah, and you kept that true. You've never done it, still haven't, and I don't think you ever will. And we'd like you to stop <laughs> pretending like you can do a center split. I got to stop pretending I can't even do the splits. I wasn't even a gymnast. I just keep getting wasted at doing the splits. Yeah, this has like been a theme for Nikki Bond the past <laughs> few weeks. She's been getting drunk, dancing, and taking over the dance floor by doing splits. It's really weird. I've never done this in my life. Like, I wasn't even I a child. Her. that never, I never even high kicked when I was a kid being like, look at me. And now I'm fucking doing the splits. Yeah, I don't know what it is or what's going on. Like she I was on the ground, she had her legs in the air, like you know how like strippers, like you know, like yeah, it was have like their a legs out and they like do like the things and make their legs like wiggle. Um, 
she was she she's been influenced by someone or something but and it's not good i don't know what it is i mean it's good for us watching it wasn't good for me watching back the next day yeah or just your body yeah oh no my right hip is so fucked i was like oh now i know what it's like to be an old person it is not okay <laughs> she was so she was getting it. after it we yeah. appreciate it and listen maybe we'll start a patreon and we'll put that video yes because we'll i am start not. releasing videos of nikki bond <laughs> dancing when she's drunk and I mean, truly. And, yeah, I mean, listen, if you don't want to jack off to it, then you're not a real human, honestly. Like, that's... All right. Yeah, that was a rough... So we're a little bit... I'm still kind of hungover. You were a good girl. You didn't drink Yeah, I didn't drink that much just because I knew I was going to drive. So I was like, I wanted to, like, pace myself. But, um, but yeah, I still had lots of fun, and there was lots of snacks yeah. and lots of friends, and we were dancing. Yeah. And it was a girl's dance time. Yeah, it was a girl's dance time. And the time. guys were in the kitchen talking about Legos. Yeah, or whatever they were. Yeah. yeah. Well, this week, we're going to just get into it. Let's go. Let's go, her, baby. Let's well, give her in, like just like my right hip did and <laughs> has killed me. Well, we are in the holiday season, and did Santa come and drop a treat us for a treat? <laughs> let's try that sentence yeah. one more time so we have a cool <laughs> video. <laughs> you guys, it's the holiday season, and uh, boy, did Santa drop a treat us for Okay, (laughs) you try it. (laughs) All right, it's the holiday season, and boy, did Santa drop a treat off. No, I'm just joking. No, I was like, see, no, I just. (laughs) It's the holiday season. (laughs) You can't do it. It's the holiday season, and boy, did Santa drop a treat off for us. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, and do you know what that treat is? Because I do. Are you thinking about the same treat that I'm thinking about? shortbread no the crystalina documentary yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's juicy so if you don't know what this documentary is it's on youtube a comic Mm -hmm. named kyle anderson brave soul good job kyle and it actually like looks good like the music and the editing like it's dope like i have that music stuck in my head like and i was like dancing to it oh, like oh girls are getting less oh. of it dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, I don't think i was like oh dun, i was dun, into dun, it sometimes i was like can i get a new track we've heard this <laughs> oh, one really <laughs> yeah i was like can we skip to the next no i you was into it, it. Okay. okay yeah all right so it's on youtube and it's called the crystalia problem thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's called the crystalia problem and I don't think a lot of it only has 73,000 views right now. But I it, think now I checked it. Uh, it has on YouTube. It has like one 170,000. And oh. on uh, Instagram, it's like in the hundred thousands now, too. Oh, sick. So it's getting out there. So, yeah, this is a toxic the the, the celebrity toxic person of the week. Yeah, goes he's to, both of ours because like yeah. we can't even do a separate one because we both have things to say. Yeah, we do yeah. have things to say. So uh, basically in the documentary, if you, for those of you who don't know, this is because like people, my friends were there at the party and they didn't know, they didn't know the Chris full Talia's extent of Chris story. So he's yeah. a comic in the Los Angeles scene, started in LA. He's been pretty uh, successful and, you know, rich. And yeah. uh, two years ago, he got caught in a Me Too scandal Basically, he it was alleged that he had, um, you know, sexual interactions with girls who were underage. 
then it he was like no everybody's been consensual and of age and it's been this whole entire scandalous sensational story that's just been lurking in the comedy scene now the rumor was that he would message girls when they were 17 and say hit me up when you're of age that was what rumor was and so now so he was allowed back in the clubs except for the comedy store they banned him and everyone else was allowing him back in yeah and it was a hard weird time for us because you know we wouldn't work with him but but we both were like when we saw the apology or i don't want to say both because i speak for myself but when we saw when i saw the apology video i was like all right maybe he is just a sex addict and maybe he is you know this famous person with a lot of money and he's just fucking everybody and maybe he's just a dick to girls and the girls like feel like shit about it but i was like maybe there isn't anything illegal maybe there isn't you know it's just a piece a person being a piece of shit and so, like, if I'm being honest, I was, like, rooting for him. I was like, you sure. know what? You hit rock bottom, and you're going to go to therapy, and you're going to do the work, and let's see if you can, you know, like, get better. Yeah. I kind of – I just didn't buy it, but I was like, I'm, like mm, – You're better at that, though, than me. I'm very yeah. forgiving of people. Yeah, I'm more naive when it comes to people hitting on me and you're more forgiving and yeah. naive when it comes to like seeing the bright abusers side of or yeah. manipulators. Yeah, yeah, abusers. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hello. Yeah. I, the Apollo, I just was like, that's what he does. That's his thing. And also I think that, um, I just, I kind of numbed it out of my head. Like I was like, I'm not going to work with him. I don't, I have met you him. ever met him before? Right. You met him. Yeah, I did meet him. I met him after all of that. I met him actually like four months ago and i i just don't trust his eyes that's mm-hmm. my whole thing yeah that's that's all it is for me sometimes like even They're if he shifty. wasn't yeah even if he wasn't him like you can say i judge look sure i judge your beady eyes honestly yeah. and um he was nice you know what i will say it was kind of he was kind of discerning like when he was like oh so he was very charming like yeah. so nice to meet you and i'm not saying he was at all trying to get it i'm too old for him mm-hmm. and not his type and um i yeah he was like nice and friendly and what's funny is i do a character instagirl mm-hmm. and before all this happened instagirl was always looking for him uh, like my whole really? thing was about her being like i love you crystalia oh i had no idea yeah 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 i have all these videos on my instagram like prior to this that it's all about <laughs> yeah it's all that because i saw him at the comedy store and i think it was matt or alexa's idea and they were like you should as instagram should be into him because he dates girls like instagram yeah so my whole thing was like chasing him around like trying to find him and one time i talked to a girl Oof, one time it's actually on the internet so listen i'm gonna say it out loud one time i talked to a girl to the improv um because d'angelo was like oh there's the girls that were here for delia and i go outside and i was like do you have I, are you here to see chris delia and they're like yeah and i was like i want to make out with him and they were like oh i just like hooked up with his opener at his apartment and came back she's like i just went and fucked him and then i was like they don't know i was being a character and yeah. i was like going on and on about like oh Where's he? I don't want him. I want Delia. And they're like, we're here for Delia. And it was like they were brought there for him, which is like fine. fine. Yeah, you're allowed to fuck whoever you want. Yeah, so I just mean I was a little bit like. But he did have a girlfriend. But Yeah. yeah. So I I met him. That was it. 
did you meet him? Okay, yeah. I first met Chris D'Elia before I ever did stand-up. I saw him with other comics, and we all got food together. And same thing that she said, like, something in his eyes, like, didn't feel right. And I was like, this guy's kind of, like, weird. Because he just, like, kept staring at me. But not in a way. Like, you know when someone's, like, I mean, you making... you are hot. I yeah. Hot. No, but, I like, know you know when someone's, like, making eyes, and you could, like, tell, yeah. and there's, like, a flirt. It wasn't that. It was, like, a stare, just, like... Oh, a dead eye stare. Yeah, like a dead eye stare. Like to the point where I was like, oh, I like asked his friends. I was like, is he okay? Like it was like a thing <laughs> like that. I'm like, this guy's a little off. Yeah. Then a couple years later, again, this is before I'm doing stand up. Um, he, he DMs me on Twitter. I have a conversation Whoa. back and forth with him. It moves over How to text. I'm at this point, probably 25. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was like 23 when I first met him. Now it's a couple years later, like 25. And, um, and you know, like he's a, I always loved comedy. So but the fact yeah. that this guy is messaging me, I am flattered at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And like, I, I'm like, I'm doing like sketch and improv. So I'm like, I'm do I'm going to the comedy store and the laugh factory all the time. I'm watching shows, like I'm studying, whatever. And so I'm like, oh my God, like this guy's like interested in me and I have no, but I'm like, he's probably interested in a lot of girls, but you're still like, eh, let me see. Like maybe I am special. And immediately the way he texts me, he's just like, do you want to come over and make out? Like, let's fuck. No like, way. I want to touch you. Yeah. Just like immediately just like zero like, hey, like, let's get coffee sometime or like, hey. And Whoa. I'm and I was just like, OK. And I'm very like, I'm prude. sorry. Was this before you were a comic or this before okay, I was a comic? Okay, okay. Yeah. And I'm a type of person like I've never had a one night stand. So I'm definitely not a type of person who's just going to not know a person yeah and then just like go hook up with them yeah i'm like mm -mm. and so i kept saying no and then he kept first swear to god like three weeks every day he would message me like come on come over come make out like come on come on like send me his address or like be like come on like just you know you want to make out with me like just shit like that and i'm just like and I kept saying no, and I'm thinking in my head at this point, I'm like, oh, this guy only likes me, or not likes me, this guy's only pursuing me because I'm saying no. Whoa, interesting. Because and a normal person would be like, all right, yeah. she rejected me. And so in the documentary, he says, they say that he wouldn't let them say no to anything. And yeah. that was the whole, this, so this is the difference of like the story that we heard. Yeah. And then now the documentary and what it what it explains for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things where you're like, like when you're when you're a woman and you're you know you've been around men your whole life and you're a chick that's like you know we're cute so men hit on us so we have like a lot of data to like pull from. You know the difference like of men who are just trying to fuck you. You know the ones who are manipulating you. You know the ones like who have game. You know the ones who have like genuine intentions and not saying that sometimes like the lines don't get blurry. But this person, I was like, okay, you're just trying to fuck me. You have no game about it. You have no tact about it. And you literally like won't let me say no. And I was like, that's so what was he saying when you were saying no? I, d I was just like, dude, no. And he's like, oh, come on, come on. And then he would stop and then he would just start over the next day. Really? Yeah. Do you still have them? I probably do on an old ass like iPhone if I still have the iPhone. But it's funny because when all those things came out, all those girls like were screenshotting the um, the things he was messaging him. It was from a 480 number. And that's the number I had. And I texted it to his friend, Brent Morin. This is back in the day. Brent Morin has nothing to do with this. But I had known him. And I was like, hey, is this Chris D'Elia? I want to, like, make sure yeah. when he first messaged me. Yeah. Because I'm like, 
480 number was Arizona Arizona number. I think he like lost his phone one time in Arizona and got it replaced there or whatever. I remember kind of. Um, but it was just like I knew I was like, oh, this person wants to fuck me because they want to discipline me with their dick for saying no. Like that's what it felt like. Yeah. Whoa. But then, so I finally, I had, a, I was like dating someone like a little bit, like starting like when he was like messaging me. And again, I'm not like engaging with him. I'm not flirting with him. I'm not like, eh, cause he's not even giving me the opportunity to. Yeah. And finally I sent a picture of my boyfriend's abs cause he was a personal trainer. And like the last time he messaged me and I was like, dude, like I'm literally in Hawaii, like with my boyfriend right now. Like what do you say? And he, and I sent I sent like a nice comment back to, I was like, Hey, I'm in Hawaii with my boyfriend. You're a comic. Like I love stand up comedy. Like I, I think you're great. Like, please, like, please stop messaging me. Cause it was starting to be a problem with my boyfriend. And he was like, Oh, that's really nice. Like, thanks so much. And then just never said anything ever again. Whoa. See, that's the charming side is whoa. Yeah. Damn. But I'm like, and then when I saw him out, and I totally believe that he had no idea who I, who I yeah. was. Yeah. I think he messages so many girls clearly, like in the documentary. Yeah. They're like, there's thousands of them. And they said that there's 400 complaints. Complaints. Yeah. But then they were like, there's 500, but we can't, but they can't be counted because of like the, 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 the they're filing they're filing they're in the lawsuit. middle of yeah. Like, yeah they can't like use the people that are actually in the middle of a court filing or whatever the fuck it is yeah but what's crazy is that like so you know like there's that many people that have complaints against him four or five hundred but that means he's slept with thousands of women yeah you know what i mean and so of course he's not gonna remember who i am or like whatever or yeah. anything and so i'm like i think it was just a numbers game for him and you know, again, that's he didn't do anything illegal. He didn't do anything creepy. It was more so like persistent and just like I've never ha- I've never said no to a man and they just like refuse to take it over and over and over. I mean, so that's a wild thing to stand out is the no. And then in the documentary, yeah. the girls were always like, he said that I can't say no. And I, I'm not, we're not going to sit here and tell you everything that happened in the documentary. Go watch it. Yeah, it's good. If you, if you're listening to, the, if you're a man listening to this or, mm-hmm. or a woman that like was a big fan of his and are defensive, fair, sure. like, but go watch the documentary. Right. Cause he did stuff like he got them to brand like get tattoos of his name it's yeah. all things that i did not know was happening like right i feel like technically we kind of let him off the hook he was he was yeah we're he, just like he's creepy he's yeah, a he's scumbag creepy. he's an yeah. asshole like i was like there's nothing like i was like there's nothing illegal happening here no. and people were like well there's underage girls but i'm like i don't think a lot of us saw tangible proof of the underage girls and also it was like the whole thing was that he didn't sleep with them until they were of age so he was right. grooming but this documentary is way more it's cult leadership yeah and that's and it's i it's the way that he goes about it it's fine okay it's not fine (laughs) but it's like if guys like young girls it's just how it fucking is you know like they think young girls are hot and listen sometimes i think younger boys are hot they're not 18 they're 25 yeah okay i'm not gonna talk i don't mind younger but you can't go no 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 17 16 no that's a child yeah but i get like if a man is walking and is like oh that girl's hot and then they're like i'm 16 he's like oh fuck yeah of course yeah so that that's one thing and then but when you find out that 
somebody who has power is using it to uh manipulate people and right or just around. blackmailing you like hey you need to fucking do this sexual thing yeah. that i want and if you don't i'm gonna leak your nudes online yeah. like that's, that's the shit where you're like nudes. okay that's beyond an asshole yeah that's beyond you know being manipulative you're like that's, that's blackmail yeah and, you know for sex sex work almost. yeah 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 so yeah, we were just like watching it and it was like it was just new information. And maybe there are some people who already knew this stuff. But I yeah, I had I was at the point where I was like, OK, he fucked over a bunch of girls. He was a scumbag. He was an asshole. Yeah. And, you know, he's a cheater. But it's like, oh, this dude has some weird power thing. And I honestly think like because I was like sitting there thinking about it, like the no thing just like kept striking something with me. I was like, I guarantee like. It was something to do when he was a kid, obviously, and, you know, he wanted to do something really bad and maybe his dad or his mom were like, no, and like maybe hit him or something. And then like that, that feeling of like anger or that feeling of like just complete sadness. And it was because they said no to him. It became like an obsession to him where he's like, no, now I'm going to make people feel pain or you know, in control and they can't say no to me. It's like, it's, it's definitely some weird childhood shit for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, and I will say like watching it, I was at first when it started, mm -hmm. I was like, Oh God, Kyle, like he's funny comic. Yeah. I was like, you gonna get in trouble. Cause I've dealt with this stuff before and like right. defamation, uh, there's more protection here in America, but I was like in Canada, there's, there's no protection, but I was like, Oh, this is a risky move. And, and when it was started and I was like, Oh God, I hope you got proof. And then everything he started saying, I was like, all right. Yeah, this is, he's got the proof. Yeah. But it, because what he did is a very brave thing to do to put his career on the line to try he could be sued but he can't because of his wording he said it right. you know he definitely got a, but a lot of comics still work with them there's yeah. there's so much politics like in this industry so it's not just like oh the the lawsuit aspect or you know like clubs getting mad at you but it's also like all your peers like and p our peers have podcasts our peers have they book shows our peers are in casting like our peers are the ones that like get us work yeah so if you piss off a big group of peers like you're, you're gonna yeah like limit opportunities or limit people like fucking with you and yeah. so so here's the thing like this just goes back to like toxic behavior when you have power yeah right and it's like it's just so funny when it's comedians but because i look at it and i'm like you could you could get decent girls all the time like yeah. why why do you have to fish it out and this is just talking about like people of power famous people using yeah what they have as a toxic uh, sorry i'll stop saying talk but like as a way to like get girls and have sex and right. all that kind of stuff now the difference i find with this and what we learned in the documentary was more so that he was really trying to get a group of girls together this is what the documentary said and yeah. and have he asked this one what girl, the girl that she was dating yes. him was like he wanted a harem of women to all yes. live together and we were to like worship him to serve him and, I, to and fuck she him, was to, to go and find other girls for him it yeah was r kelly shit yeah and he specified this is like again her, her words that he wanted young pussy teen pussy and like those were the guidelines that like she, like she was supposed to like look for these girls and uh under that yeah you know. 
And I honestly, like, I don't know what you think, but I don't know if anything is really going to be done after this documentary because everybody yeah. that's been canceled is allowed back in. But I do think that, you know, we want people want justice and all that kind of stuff. But at least it's a warning to other girls yeah. who talk to him. Same with R. Kelly. Same with Harvey Weinstein. Like, I mean, R. Kelly was on for years. That, like, one is that was crazy. crazy where you're like. And it feels like it feels very close, like to it, or like the yeah. genesis or the beginnings yeah. of it, and like maybe you know. But I was like, there, there's like some correlation in the wording of like having a big group of women, having them all live together, yeah. having them work together, having a house where he just goes and like yeah. they serve him, and it's like, you know, that's a thing. When like uh, we always talk about it, it's like people don't realize that this industry or you know entertainment in general los angeles as a city it's like when you have money fame power success like it highlights your demons so if you get successful before your demons are handled like it's just gonna you know all of those are just gonna be heightened and then who who's gonna say no to you your assistant who's getting a paycheck your manager who's getting a commission, like your fucking parents who are like, oh my God, you're so famous. Your friends who are riding on your coattails, like who's going to check you? So it's like, well, they don't have to. And that's what happened in the documentary as well is that his tour manager came forward. And my boyfriend is a tour manager. And, you know, he said, like, cause I was like, what do you think about, about the tour manager coming forward? And he's like, yeah, cause he did it after he stopped working for him. And Matt's point of view is like, you don't know what's actually happening. And when you're a tour manager, you just mind your own business because they're an artist. And if the girl is like going back, they're okay. You can't really step in. Yeah, Matt it's like, awkward. It's not, you're getting a paycheck. You're not, you're not a hall monitor. Yeah, people are like, like, well, why didn't they do anything? And it's, it, you know, it depends if somebody's hurt, obviously. You or they're know. they come up to you crying yeah. and they tell you something. Yeah. But it's like, when you see things and like, that's the thing that's annoying that so many people are like, well, why didn't this person do this why didn't this person do this it's like shut the fuck up yeah, like you don't we know. all like w you, you've never had a boss where you know is a shitty person or says shitty things or whatever but you need your fucking paycheck so you're like i either have to fucking question because i don't know for a fact i have to accuse you now and be like hey is that girl of age and if she is then there's some weird dynamics between us and then i get fired and i don't have the money to fucking like yeah. you know be in between jobs and so it's like and I don't have the people behind me to back me. Right. Which is the same thing we talked about when we talked about waitressing and all the stuff that happened in the dicks that I saw and like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But I didn't have the backing. Now, here's the question. So obviously our podcast is about being toxic. This is beyond toxic. Like yeah. there's there's a toxic behavior that he could have gone up to and then the line is drawn. Right. right? Because like I think that grouping him in as a toxic category isn't actually being fair to people who are just toxic. Just regular just, toxic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, just like, dude, we <laughs> scream, we fight, we swear, and we get like, jealous. You're toxic like, like Chris D'Elia. Like, that's where we have to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this isn't, we're, we're talking about it as being like, oh, this is our toxic pick of the right. week. But this is like criminal this is yeah. like this is manipulative this is beyond yeah. it's still toxic but it's like category it's a category, category five yeah hurricane fucking, yeah talk. hurricanes coming and everybody's yeah, dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah what's interesting is i'm like he didn't make any promises to them he wasn't like i'll make you a star kid i know that's why i was like girls get something out of it get something. something yeah Jesus. he's not that hot. he's not that hot. and i'm not 
I'm not victim shaming. Like his like, body's too flexible. It freaks me it? out. Like, have you ever like seen when he does like act outs? He has like very flexible movement. Like oh. he's very like I don't limby. Know, like, and I'm like, I don't I'm trust a, the flexibility listen, of your body. I'm quite flexible as well. <laughs> I, I don't know. know if you saw my Christmas party. Call oh, back yes. to her splits. Oh, okay. It's the Christmas parties. <laughs> and uh but y- yeah, no. Anyways, if he's flexible, he's flexible. It's not on it's not his fault. Okay. <laughs> listen, I, if I'm gonna defend Crystalia <laughs> at any time. It's his flexibility. If he's flexible, it's not his fault. Everything else is his fault. But it's just something suspicious <laughs> to me about it. The way he moves his body and it's just like so like limp. I was like, Mm-mm, that man's sneaky. And I'm like, listen, he uh, he just can do the splits is all. <laughs> he probably could, honestly. So how do you define the toxicity level? Like w- when you are dealing with somebody who is like this and you yeah. aren't in it yet, when you realize they've crossed the line and you're in a very bad situation. What do you think that is talking about the documentary and talking about him, but also talking about um, manipulative people we have encountered. It's like, where is, when does the storm turn into the hurricane? It's when it starts to hurt others because when they're just hurting themselves, because I've worked with people who for sure have, you know, cheated or I've worked with people who, you know, are like little snappy or a little diva ish, or I've worked with people who drink too much or whatever, you know? So it's like, I've definitely have been around people like that, but the, the, from going from toxicity to where it becomes dangerous is if these people are actually hurting others. Like now let's, let's define that hurting, hurting their feelings or hurting them physically and emotionally well I just said it not their feelings so not their feelings yeah not their feelings but hurting them like even like cheating like it sucks I don't like being around it it's still toxic but those are one of those things that I'm like I am your like when you work with people you're like I'm not your because you know like it could be our peers like I'm sure we've all had friends that you know are cheating or something and you're like you just it's none of your business and you like can't judge them and like you can have conversations with them about it. But when you're like being employed by somebody, I'm like, it's none of my fucking business now, but you could be cautious because you could go like, Oh, is a divorce going to happen? Yeah. It's like, is she gonna, you know, come, you know, whatever. Is there going to be an issue where like, I need to, that's hurting a lot of people. But what you mean is like, physically yeah physically or like even like emotionally abusive yes okay that's exactly so hurting somebody like breaking their heart yeah and then there's emotional abuse where you control them through threats and that's where it turns into the storm also another girl was talking about how he was talking about her weight i'm like honestly if anybody any of your partners any of your friends are like weight shaming you or telling you to lose weight or whatever it is like shaming your body if it's not like in a healthy way is, is if a doctor said in someone's like hey but i'm actually like i want you around when you right. have a heart attack that's different right but no one should be fucking telling you what to eat especially if you aren't there like not especially never but yeah. do you know what i mean like he was just fucking the girl. Yeah, it's a giant red flag for someone to be commenting yeah. on your way. Yes. I don't think I've ever had... I mean, I've had guys, like, I've dated comics where we joke around or something. That's but fine. Like, That's yeah. fine. But but saying, like, stop eating that. So the threshold from storm 
to hurricane is when there's threats, when there's Uh, emotional um, emotional abuse, abuse. when there's control. Like anytime someone's like starting to control you, like, no, I don't want you hanging out with that person. Or like, there's like times where you're like, Hey, that person's a dangerous person. You could be like, babe, can we talk about it? But like, like when they're just being controlling of your interests, of your social circle, when they're being controlling of like, when you can talk or like what time you have to be home. Yeah. So our parents are like really emotionally abusive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what, mom, when I was 16, you, emotionally you gave me a me. curfew <laughs> and I'm just like, you're fucking <laughs> not a good mom. <laughs> so if you're 16 listening to this, use it on your parents and like go party <laughs> and have a time. Yeah. I, it's funny because the, the R Kelly documentary was the documentary that I watched when I was friends with someone. And I realized that he was doing what R. Kelly did to really? me. Really? Yes. Like, what do you mean? He, his, R. Kelly is more dangling a fruit. And he was dangling a fruit of an opportunity mm. and then, like, paired up with me to help me with stuff. And then if I, uh, if I wasn't giving enough attention or if he wanted more control, yeah. he would, like, say he would be aloof and he wouldn't, like show up to the meeting or he'd be like, I don't have time to do this. Or he would get me to hang out by being like, well, why don't you come over and then we'll work on this. Yeah. And then he was being a snake. And I watched the documentary because I felt very guilty. I was like, how could I have like fallen for that? And then I watched the documentary and I was like, Oh, opportunity. Fucking fall. Because they're so good at what they do. Of course. Well, and it's like, I mean, that is literally the whole entire fucking core of Los Angeles is that, People who are in positions of power, and I hate saying that phrase because people are like, but people who are in a position that have something that you want or need, whether it's money, whether it's uh, your network, whether it's just an opportunity, whether it's a a chance to learn something, it's like people know that like people come here from all over the world. They don't have a dime to their name. All they have is a dream and People always say, it's who you know, it's who you know, it's who you know. So if you have the opportunity and you're like meeting these people and they're like, yeah, there's going to be a party. Uh, um, I don't know why I was about to say Shia LaBeouf, but like Shia LaBeouf (laughs) will be there. Uh, This director, so-and-so. And and you're like, okay, I want to go to the party. And you're like, then a lot of the times like people are just like using those as like literally a fucking like breadcrumb trail. And the end of the breadcrumb trail is their dick. It's a big dick. Yeah, or small. Normally it's small, right? Yeah, normally it's small. It's a medium dick, but it's a dick. And you know, you when you're younger, you fall for that trap a bunch of times. You're like, no, this person's yeah. cool because you so badly want to convince yourself because this is the only thing that you're getting that you're like, it could be a break for sure. And that's why when you're older and you do it, you feel fucking stupid, right? And you were 25 when he messaged you. Yeah, these girls haven't experienced that yet. They are young, so mm-hmm. they genuinely don't haven't been scarred yet right. from that. And that's where where. I, yeah, when when I was older and this was happening, I was like, oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. But but when you're in it, when you're being manipulated, you, some people are so good they're so at good it. at it, and you have no fucking clue. Yeah, just like people are char- like, especially if you're funny, yeah, and especially if you're like good at storytelling, you know how to talk. Like every girl has a section in their brain called the Cinderella complex, and it's where uh, someone who is of power or of fame or of money when they give you this you know chance to feel like you're the special one like it could be you like you get the glass slipper like because somebody's got to get it somebody had to marry prince charming 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And it might be you. So you're like, oh, my God, the opportunity just to, like, even meet him. And, like, maybe I am funny enough or beautiful enough or cool enough. Like, maybe I am the girl that gets him. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's very true. Now, okay, I'm going to segue on to another celebrity then that uh, was my hall pass. Okay. And then he got busted for the same kind of shit with young girls. Uh, James Franco. Oh, did he get busted for that? He got busted for that. Damn. I was a big fan of his too. Like I've always like heard stories that he was like a puss hound, which obviously he's dropped out gorgeous, but I didn't know younger women. Yeah. And the worst part is, and I'm going to admit this and listen, I have a, I run fucking keep actors safe. Okay. That's a Toronto thing for, cause I was, I was sexually assaulted by an acting teacher and I came out and then I have this whole thing, but what makes me feel so bad is like I'm still attracted to James Franco. I'm gonna admit it. I'm gonna admit it. It's, it's just a bad, physical. It's okay. I know it's a bad trick, but it's like that's I'm like not past yeah. it yet. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, I get it. Well, it's because of you know we're we're meeting the illusion of people yeah. when you're seeing so people. Funny. Yeah, and I'm not saying this didn't happen to these girls. Right. I right, just right. when he got busted, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And now. It's wild because if I still see him, I'm so attracted to him. Yeah. it's what, And that's like what's happening with like, you know, other celebrities, like because people have fans and people, you know, you don't know. Some, someone could have watched a movie or a stand up special, a song when they were 13 and that song saved their life and it made yeah. them feel better. And that's how they got through middle school. So then when you take away their favorite celebrity, they're like, no, no, I know he's not a bad guy. I know these people are like lying. And like, yeah, they'll defend him. Yeah. So, yeah, he, but he didn't, I don't know if he branded. I think Dalia definitely did worse stuff. And James Franco hasn't been canceled. So I don't really know. I think he just went for young girls. Yeah. But I like went, underage young girls or just young girls? Um, Underage. Yeah, 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, 17, 16. Why you gotta be so hot and be a creep? Yeah. Why you gotta do that to I me? I think they get a rush because it's like, after a while, when you're like the hottest person who could have any woman you wanted, celebrity, rich person, you know, porn you star, whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm saying like the him as an individual, right. he can get any anybody. And so like maybe there has to be some element of like a thrill or, you know, a rush yeah. and doing something illegal or it's that they do fucking, um, you know, demoralizing type of activities and young women are easier to uh manipulate into doing the fucked up shit that you want to do because they don't stick yeah, up for themselves yeah. as much. I don't know. It could be a mixture of both. We yeah. really don't know. And then I was going to be like, or they just, young girls are just m- more pretty, but uh, no, I think you can control them more. Yeah. Well, because it's like, if it's 17 versus 25, like I didn't look yeah. different between 17 yeah, yeah, and 25. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's not a prettier thing. Yeah. Like yeah. it's true. And yeah, you I can actually, say that for 35 or 25. Sure. It's a fucked up thing. No, but like, true. That's, yeah, when I was 17, I actually wasn't as attractive as I was at 25. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Well, OK, so to sum this category up, the whole episode has now become just about Crystalia. Yeah. But it's OK. He the deserves, toxic person. He's, he deserves it. He's very that's a very uh, that's uh, I mean, it's above toxic. Like we said, it's dangerous it's, it's and it's dangerous. criminal. So um. But now, you know, we just hope that we hope that I don't think anything will change. But at least people know. And that's like and I was going to say, like, when we were talking about people in power, when I came out about the acting coach, like 
he was he's not famous at all he's yeah. a creep but he was above me and right. it's like if people are just making it's basically if people are making you do things you don't want to do then you're in the store then, then and you're, you're in the doing hurricane. it just because you feel like you have to in order to get something or like you, you gotta get money no. or you feel like you can't say no or you're feeling like you know there's like you'll be in trouble then it's like yeah or if they make it like my guy tricked me into thinking it was part of the audition process it yeah was like being like listen like need to be more open you need to be more sexual and then he came over and he's like do you like this and then he started kissing my neck and i was like is this the scene or is this you sexually assaulting me yeah. and then afterwards everyone was like you got sexually assaulted i was like i didn't know how to say no i felt like yeah. a bad actor and it's just like the same thing for these people that are with these other guys they can still feel like not a nice girl, not a nice right. person. Yeah. yeah. Or you're just like scared. It's like deer in the headlights. I've had that too with like acting like world and like being like, you know what? Sometimes we just have our actors like you just got to be free. Just like take your shirt off and just like look yeah, stupid yeah, yeah, and yeah. scream <laughs> out and uh, like bend over, spank yourself. Like I've literally and you're they're like, he's like, everybody does it. Like who cares? And like they and like when I'm saying it out loud, it sounds so fucking stupid. So but you're just like he's like, Oh my god, everybody does it. He's like, Who cares? I've seen a million tits. You think I care about your tits? No. <laughs> yeah. He's like you he's do. like just yeah, just take it off. He's like, it'll get and the thing is, it worked. It did work. Absolutely. It, yeah. Like yeah. no, the audition technique. Like I got oh, callbacks. Oh. Like that's what I mean. Like it worked. <laughs> Like, I would take my shirt off, and I'd be like, oh, like, okay, and, like, get loose, put my shirt back on, and be like, okay, like, and then fucking nail it, because you just humiliated yourself. So I'm like, the technique worked. Like, Wait, I'll why say that. you told me to do that when you help me with auditions? I'll fucking take <laughs> my tits out for you. I always see your boobs anyway. <laughs> Literally just saw them. I don't know, but tell me to jump around. Coach me through it. Come on. Come on, don't man. Don't keeping that technique to yourself. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, Nikki Bond, I'll have you take your pussy out. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to do that. We don't like taking our pussy yeah, out. Yeah, we're not. So to sum that section up, uh, yeah, that's beyond toxic. Yeah. That isn't even for a toxic podcast. It's just dangerous yeah and uh, if you're in that situation uh or if you don't know if you are hit us up yeah help guide you or just be like my my rule of thumb is like if you're hiding information from your best friend that's a strong indicating factor yeah like if you can't tell somebody the situation then or if you're lying about it then that's when you know like hey I'm probably involved in something and I'm a little over my head if I have to lie to my best friend or if I have to leave information out. Yeah. And if you say no and they guilt you into saying yes, then that's a bad situation as well. Yeah. When it comes to sexual acts and things that put you outside of your comfort zone. Right. You don't need to kiss anybody because you feel guilty. No. I do have a friend that does that all the time. And I'm like, you need to stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely you don't have to, not. She'll make out with the ugliest people. And I'm like, you didn't no. have to do that. She's like, I felt bad. I was like, that, you got to go to therapy. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, did anything toxic happen to you this week? Um, it's Christmas week, by the way. Christmas time is here. Christmas time. Um, okay, the only thing that I would say, and it wasn't, toxic of me maybe like a little baby bit but oh i so i am friends with someone and they are dating someone who i can tell has like some certain like 
jealousy or insecurity towards me and sometimes it comes out by they have to like argue or undermine everything I say. And you better not undermine anything. <laughs> Moderate the Scorpio says. I'll I'm tell like, you That's one thing. That's a good thing. girl. No, I'm kidding. I'll tell you one thing you don't do. And if somebody does it, you walk away. You walk away because the fire is coming. It's going to come. <laughs> now, like, I'm totally down to have discussions and, like, have people, like, have their opinions and, you know, we disagree. Like, I'm totally fine with that. But it'll be, like, moments, like, I'll say something and they're almost trying to, like, make me look stupid. Like, they keep trying, like, I'll give an example. Like, say I'm like, oh, yeah, like, well, you know, I, I got this ice cream and it's this, it's that, and it was on sale. And they're like, well, why would you get an ice cream on sale? Like, everybody knows, like, it's not going to be good then if it's on I sale. I hate that. people that argue that much. Like, shut, why can't we, can it shut up? Yeah, and I know what it is, and I'm sure she's not even, like, fully aware of it yet, where it's just like, hey, you have an insecurity towards me because I'm close to someone that you're dating, and it makes you feel like threatened at times, but I'm very good. Like I completely have boundaries. So what happened? Basically I was telling a story to not even her. I was telling a story to my friend and she like kept like doing the thing where she's like chiming in and like arguing like everything I'm saying. Okay. And I'm like, Hey, sweetheart, like you gotta fucking chill. And you call her sweetheart. No, no, no. Okay, I didn't. Good. I didn't even say, "Hey, sweetheart." Like, right. I just like just checking because I'd be like, "Eh, that's pushing it." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but um, it happened another time, like at another party, where like I kept saying something, like I was telling a story, and you know, we were with a big group of people, and a lot of these people like weren't comics, so like me and a couple other comics were just like, you know, kind of being the life of the party, like joking around, like making everybody laugh, and you can tell that like me being the life of the party was like rattling her insecurities like where I'm just like I'm sorry but like you either gotta do it yourself or you just gotta like shut up and enjoy so the toxic part is you snapping or is the toxic part the competition that's happening oh the toxic part is her I didn't snap at her um I mean no no. you didn't no I just yeah yeah yeah. I only said that because you said I made a like I may have done a little baby bite of it that's why I said that Oh, the baby bite was just that after I noticed that she was getting triggered, then I was like, okay, now that you just kept undermining me, now I'm going to make you be triggered. And so like I did like one little baby like jab and then I kind of felt bad and I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to do it again. But um, okay. Oh, God. Listen, the relapse happens and the relapse happens when you get triggered. And uh, sometimes you bring out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having the weapons when you need to use them. Yeah. But I've been nothing but accommodating to this person. I have constantly included them. I have put boundaries up with me and the person that I'm close to. I don't call them on the phone anymore. I don't have one-on-one hangs. Like, I don't do anything. And I'm including you. And I don't have to fucking include you. You're not my fucking friend. I mean, yeah. And I think it's good if you felt bad. You pulled out a baby toxic bite. You realized it, and then you step back, and you stop doing it. Well, then she curbed herself. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you got to be like, pink, and then they're like, oh. And it's like, I can go much further, darling. So, like, unless you want to fucking go, 
go tit for tat. Like I'd probably shut the fuck up. And then she, cause she knew she was out of line. Yeah. And then it was like, it okay. Comes out, it comes You dig it up. It comes out. Yeah. yeah. Like if I have to bite myself, if I have to bite you like in defense, then you just got bit. Yeah. And there's no bandaid that's going to cover that up. It's just like my mom's dog. You met her sweetest little dog. But my mom said that a dog attacked her the other day and she growled back and I've yeah. never seen her growl. And I was like, that's right. Because sometimes if you attack. Yeah. You, you, you get bit. Yeah. Okay. Anything toxic happened to you this week? Mm, no, I don't think so. But here's what I want to talk about. My, qu- I'll, I'll do it from my grandma. What? Oh, they said your grandma. No, No, my quick question before we wrap up, because I didn't have anything toxic happen to me this week because I've been here at the doghouse taking, and I was sick. presents, hosting parties. Hosting parties, doing splits. What was toxic that happened? The alcohol that went into my body that made me, me doing splits, I was toxic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I've been sick and then doing this. So, but I just wanted a quick quest before we wrap up. Okay. Because I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah. And listen. I love the Santa Claus, okay, with Tim Allen. It's oh yeah, it's tell us why. <laughs> I go. I was like, oh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And Nikki Bond goes, the Santa Claus, because it's relatable. And at first, <laughs> I was making fun of her. I was like, yeah, you know, real relatable <laughs> when you find out your dad is also Santa Claus. <laughs> he wasn't around very much. But then tell what you said, and I was like, oh, that actually does make sense. It's about a kid, like in the Santa Claus. It's a divorced family, and then he has to go and hang out with his dad, and it's really awkward, and his dad takes him to Chinese food and burns the dinner and is just like I don't know how to be a good dad and I was like oh it made me feel like I understood my dad a little bit more Mm -hmm. it was a man taking care of a child in the 90s which is a very specific genre of movie in the 90s but it just made me be like oh my parents are divorced when when I'm with my dad he fucks up like this too it's kind of normal and it was like nice that it wasn't a family Christmas movie, the family's Where it's together. it's like a mom and a dad together and the yeah. kids and they're all... They're, okay. they're separate. Yeah. And so in it though, and he has a stepdad and like all, you know, it just was very relatable. And, uh, but the stepdad was trying to tell him at a young age, there's no such thing as Santa. Now my question is, are parents, who, parents who uh, are, have money, okay? Poor parents, I get if you have to be like, there's no such thing as Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying it to me. Yeah. Hey, Monterey. So okay. I never believed in Santa. I would never like you, I was but never she believes told in witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was never told, I should say, like we right. yeah, there was no yeah. Santa element. And I understand whatsoever. that. But yeah. I I think that there are parents, like I have a friend whose parents were always like there's no such thing because they didn't have like a good childhood or they were told that or they theirs was spoiled right. and then they passed it down to their kid. Is that toxic? I kind of think it's a little bit toxic. If if you have the money to like make this magical, mm-hmm. if you have money to pretend there's a Santa, right? But yet you're gonna tell your kid there's no Santa when they're three and then they have to go to school and everybody's like Santa, Santa. Yeah, I just think it's I think selfish. Honestly, I and this is because I have a complete different experience. I think it's really weird. I think like lying to your kid that much that early of an age i i don't like it but it's a tooth fairy it's like i never yeah we never did any of that shit see, but that's a oh if you have a kid i'm gonna make you tell them they're saying a tooth fairy because you didn't have it but they have to go to but school then you have to like lie to their face because like, they're like mom is santa come like and you're just you go, it's so many lies yeah but that's like mom and you're like, okay well your- santa's gonna do this and you have to bring the letter and then you and i'm like it's lie after lie after lie and then yeah. to be like hey i made that 
that whole thing up for years. No, you get to an age that where you're older in your and the the media is lying too. It's a whole thing. <laughs> We're all doing it. Because, I know it's because, just weird. I know, but you didn't. Okay, I don't want to make you cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, yeah. Here's my thing. Yeah, this is two different perspectives. This yeah. is so good. She gets so excited <laughs> whenever there's like a thing highlighted that we're different because she's like, "See, like I'm good at technical stuff and you're good at the vision. See, I'm, I'm like, like we're a team." Yeah, but I really did think I was like, "Thank God she's good at the visual," because I can't. I was just like, "Oh, oh like, thank God she's she got yeah. technical." So I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. So I get it. I, I mean, I don't get it because I didn't live that life. Yeah. But I did go into this conversation being like, you know, um, understanding the right. two different worlds. But I think that Santa. <laughs> I can't take you serious right now. <laughs> the fact that we're like in our 30s and I'm looking at her and we're recording. She's like, well, the thing with Santa. I'm like, OK, this is where I I'm can't. at in my life. I, I need to can't. quit stand up and do real estate. <laughs> I don't know why I do this with my life, but go on. Tell me about Santa. Go on. Come on. Santa gives you something to look forward to. Okay. <laughs> You're so serious. That's like the whole point, though. Just okay. tears in her eyes right now. Okay, Santa. <laughs> Santa. Santa Santa gives you something to look forward to. Okay. Santa makes Christmas and every day leading up to it something to look forward to. I because it, I I didn't matter what I got. It was just Wait, the you have idea. To wipe. You have oh my so god, many do tears. I make Yeah. <laughs> do I have makeup on my face? Yeah. Thank you. I did on the other video too. It was disgusting. Thank you. I'm crying about Santa. Now who's crying, huh? All right. Here's my thing about I, this. Everyone's going to turn off at this point, so I'm going to really wrap it up. They're like, I don't. My thing well, that about. That was precious. <laughs> Santa and Christmas time. The idea, it was more so I love the mystical idea of lying in bed and being like, oh, my God. A magical, mystical creature is going to come into my house. He's a man. He's not He's a, a creature. <laughs> this magical rapist is going to come in. He's going to eat all my cookies. And then the carrot would be like kind of gone, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is a f- like this is real. This magical thing is real." Yeah. And so, like, say something was uh, bad, you know, going on in my life, like my mom yelling for no reason, uh, or well, no, but like yeah. if I was sad or being bullied at school, like sometimes right. I would just be like, re- like leading up to Christmas, I'd be like, "It's okay, because Santa's coming. Yeah. Christmas is coming, and and everybody and school is." Well, you were there, and it must have been really. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, Santa never came to my house. I'm tell you that. And the next day oh, at school. Oh, man, was it so sad? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's okay. But but for someone, because you will be able to afford it if you have a kid. Yeah. Because you're going to be famous. Yeah. And um, we we're going to be famous. Yeah. Um, Just this everything about it is just like a fun fantasy for world sure. it's like playing dungeons and dragons in real life yeah and so i just think it like is a magical time and if every kid is on the same page it's it's nice and it sucks if you're poor yeah. but but <laughs> <laughs> it sucks if you're poor this is out of control <laughs> but i do think that um 
it's a magical thing that like gives people like the kids an escape like For honestly sure. i just remember being like bullied and being in a fight with my friends and them not talking to me and being like it's okay santa will come <laughs> that's precious and i think i think that completely is valid and i think because you didn't grow up with like god like i didn't yes, grow up with religion I didn't grow up with god. I yeah because i was like i think a lot of kids just think about god that way like yeah, you know santa's what? only once a year yeah but yeah that's true actually but you're just like okay well god will protect like I didn't grow up with a religious family, but I did always have a connection to like God, and like that's how I felt. Well, like, okay, okay, well, okay. I guess I'll just talk to God, All and right. like He'll get yeah. me out of this. But He ain't really answer those prayers. I'll tell you that. Well, listen, we're busy. Santa showed up, and your God didn't. <laughs> so I say, tell your kid there's a Santa. <laughs> like that's Case a little closed. bit easier to control. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyways, when you have a kid, we'll discuss it. I'm gonna yeah. be like, Santa is real. Don't listen to her. Listen to your mommy. <laughs> Santa's real. Yeah, but your point of view is very valid, and you're like, it's weird to lie. So I'm glad that I asked that question because now yeah. I think I have a better understanding. However, if you're a rich parent that had a great childhood and you're just on opioids the whole time, you're just too lazy to play into the Santa fantasy. Fuck you. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's it. You're like, I feel like that was about someone specific. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay. I guess that wraps this episode yeah. up. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll make sure to take pictures of Nikki Bond's face on Christmas. I, <laughs> you just saw her tear up over Santa in a podcast. I I actually don't ever want to go over your house on Christmas now that I just saw that. <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye bye.